This is the FS Tech Podcast. Hello and welcome to the FS Tech Podcast. I'm Peter Walker, the editor of FS Tech. And financial services firms are increasingly striving to hit that sweet spot between security and usability, giving a seamless user experience while protecting them from harm online. As we spend more time uh, at home during the pandemic, rather than in, in the office or visiting a bank branch, it becomes all the more important to get the amount of friction right. Uh, more than anything, it's crucial to acquire and keep customers who are looking for quick sign-up, easy everyday authentication, and confidence in how safe their money is. So today's podcast is about what goes on behind that shiny mobile app, how banks are sometimes can trump governments in terms of identity trust, and what's next in Know Your Customer technology. To help me answer some of these questions, I'm joined by Paul Jones, who is the Senior Director for Global Presale Strategy and Operations at the Identity and Access Management Solutions Provider, HID Global. Uh, so, hello, welcome, Paul. Yeah, hello, and thank you for having me. Great. Well, look, the, the obvious kind of first question is uh, can you give me a kind of brief over, overview of what HID does kind of within consumer authentication? Yes, of course. So HID has always been focused on consumer authentication and we work with customers around the globe to identify and positively authenticate their customers. So basically at a high level, we provide an ecosystem to validate the identity of our customers' customers. And recently, as a result of the success we've had in the market, we've now created a new business unit focused solely on consumer authentication. We enable consumers like you and I to interact digitally with the services we use in our day-to-day -day life. This could obviously be a retail service, healthcare, or as per today's discussion, the financial services industry. Okay, I, I suppose the kind of central theme here is that many struggle with the balance between security and usability, that, that kind of sweet spot. What's your view on, on how this has evolved over time? So historically, we've really had to sacrifice that that usability for the security. But not only in our digital lives, but also in our personal lives. If you think about you know, your house today, if years ago, if you wanted to make your house more secure, you really did compromise that experience. You, you built a high fence, you put more locks on your door, and it, it made life less comfortable. Whereas today, things like smart homes have reduced that need for such invasive security. And in the consumer authentication market, friction in the same way is becoming less accepted. People are demanding a more seamless user experience. They want to feel comfortable and at ease, and they need to feel protected but not inconvenienced. So, but at the same time as all of that, they also need to perceive security. So uh, this morning I was making a, a bank transfer. And you know, the first thing I had to do was, and I use the web browser, so the first thing I had to do was actually pick up my phone, authenticate to my web page. I then went through the, the process of obviously yeah, defining who I'm paying money to, the amount of money, and I then click next. And then the, the experience to me is not great because the bank then says, great, thank you, you're finished. Now please go back to your mobile, re-authenticate, do a bunch of stuff, and then approve the transaction. And really that should be different. It should be that 
the second I get to the bank's webpage, they know who I am. They know who my machine is and, and what I want to do. They should be able to identify me by the way I'm interacting. So the experience to me should be connect to the web page, make the transaction, and then my phone might go bop, or yeah, I receive a push notification somewhere. I literally approve that push notification and the process should continue. So th there's a lot of areas where, where financial services customers can improve the experience. And the honest truth is, is that today we don't need to compromise between security and user experience. We can have both, you know, we can have an excellent user journey and select the right level of security as we go. Yeah, absolutely. And, and can, on the regulatory side, things like PSD2 are kind of open banking in the UK, and I suppose you could argue as well, the strong customer authentication rules that are coming in have all kind of pushed things forward a great deal in the last few years. How has this kind of influenced the market from your perspective? So things like CMA9, PSD2 and open banking, in general, they, they had the goal of opening up the market to benefit the consumer to make banking more competitive and give the consumer like you and I more control and access to, to market choices. And what this really meant was for, or it really meant that the competition has increased in the banking market and it opened up causing significant disruption to the incumbents. And as part of that disruption, you now, as a consumer, have the, the opportunity to download applications from third parties, from the newer banks in the market. And you can then drive your banking experience using different applications. It's no longer dominated by the traditional banks. You know, for example, the high street banks that have been there for, for years and years and years, their applications and their banking experience may be quite cumbersome, whereas the challenger banks that are out there have a different journey. And their journey is completely online, is driven by a mobile application. And the experience is that the second you open up the mobile application, you're encouraged to open up a bank account. They can then show you, once you're obviously on border, they can show you all of your bank accounts, not just that bank, but they can show you the details from the incumbents at the same time. And the, the result that that's had in the market is it's not just that there's some new challenger banks out there. It's that consumers are now making decisions based upon how cool the banking applications are, you know, which application they're using, and, and they're opening bank accounts more frequently so that they can get the best in breed, basically. Yeah, indeed. I mean, we, we just reported yesterday on the kind of the, the bank account switching service uh, numbers and yeah, kind of Starling and, and Monzo are right at the top of the list currently. So yeah, you're onto something there. Um, I wonder, um, as we've just kind of mentioned, in the UK and Europe, there's kind of enforced standards around security, but maybe in other parts of the world, how can kind of tech and financial services help people prove who they are online? So how we can help prove who people are online? So it, it begins by the, the KYC journey, you know, know your customer. So as you onboard your customer, you need to make the, the journey as seamless as possible. And you know, looking at the near banks and these digital banks, it should be the, the user experiences, they open up their application, they are prompted to scan the government issued identity papers or card or, or passport or whatever it is. And at that point, it should start the journey. It should be able to validate how, how valid that document is, make sure it's not a fake. 
and then do some biometric matching with, with your own um, selfie or your own face and say, okay, this is definitely Paul Jones. His identity documents are correct and then put him at the address he's claiming to do so. So you can drive that journey from end to end um, via that yeah, ID process. Yeah, and, and you, um, I guess you mentioned uh, the kind of the challenges between uh, kind of industry incumbents and and the, uh, the the digital kind of startup banks. I guess the the coronavirus crisis has really accelerated these kind of existing trends away from um, in in branch banking. So so how do the kind of the, the traditional banks keep up and, and acquire customers in this new normal? Well, honestly, I think that the banking market was already undergoing a digital transformation before um, the coronavirus. The, the result of COVID-19 is it has accelerated that as people were forced to socially distance and told to stay at home. So yeah, if I look at my own experience of opening bank accounts or opening bank accounts for my children, it used to be that, yeah, I took my daughter to the branch, we filled in some paperwork, we took our ID, we, we spoke to a bank teller who was probably not having the best of days, to be honest. And you, know, you go through the process and my, my daughter handed over her five euros and she leaves feeling very deflated because in her world, she's got nothing. You know, all she's done is given her money away. And the things that have really changed and accelerated as a result of coronavirus is you know, the mobile banking application became key to how we interact with our banks. The branches were already disappearing, but now it really is key. And it comes back to that journey, you know, onboard your customer digitally, drive your customer's relationship with the bank digitally, and continue to, to, to manage that relationship via the applications. And I think, yeah, whilst that digitalization process was there, the coronavirus will continue to drive it forward. And I'm not sure we'll ever get back to where we were, and I don't think we should either. Yeah, and I suppose we, we we like to kind of finish on a on a future-facing question. So, kind of following on from that, what do you think the space is going to be like in the next few years? So, kind of what trends do you predict, maybe, and and what is HID working on for the future? So, when it comes to trends, I think yeah, data is king. Um, banks are in a very good position today. Um, yeah, obviously the banking system has opened up, so banks can yeah get more data and learn more about what you're doing. Not only do they know which other banks you might have loans or mortgages with, but they can actually see some of your behavior. So you know, banks have the opportunity to monetize that data for their own use and use that as part of their sales process. I've already talked about the onboarding process. Yeah, that, yeah that's customer acquisition. So faster onboarding, more seamless journeys uh, are going to be required moving forward. Uh, as well as improved KYC. And then we're going to see customers using multiple service providers. You know, the, specifically the, the legacy banks today, they're going to see a lot more, more challenger banks popping up and it's going to come down to you know, who has the coolest app is going to own the customer identity. Because even though you bank with several banks, you may actually be saying, I'm actually authenticating using, you, you called out Monzo earlier. You know, I could be using a Monzo app or somebody else to interact with my legacy high street um, bank. And then on top of that, I think you know, the, the most obvious thing is we're going to have more regulation as things move forward. 
I'm sure we'll have a PSD3 at some point. We're going to have more regulation with credit, with regards to credit cards, more regulation with regards to data. So you know, that's other trends. And, and HRD is going to be there throughout the whole journey. You know, we want to help our customers manage that ecosystem and drive the customer experience moving forward. Okay, great. Well, look, thank you very much for answering all my questions. But um, before we leave, kind of, is, is there somewhere um, where our listeners can go to find out more information about what you guys do? Definitely. So yeah, obviously we have a website. So go to hidglobal.com. Um, but better than that, I would probably recommend following us on LinkedIn. And I would encourage everyone to get the discussion started on LinkedIn. We're continually posting new topics there. Uh, please feel free to join in the discussion and myself or somebody else in the organization will happily answer any questions you may have. Brilliant. Okay. Well, thanks again for uh, being on the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the FS Tech Podcast.